Engaging Leader, Episode 220, Engaging a Remote Workforce. Brought to you by the team at Workforce Communication. Find out more at WorkforceCommunication.com. Leadership inspire trust, passion, and action? Welcome to the Engaging Leader Podcast with Jesse Leahy, consultant, writer, and speaker. Jesse has helped executives engage hundreds of thousands of people. Join us now for principles to communicate, engage, and lead with greater impact. Welcome to the show, Engagers. This is a special episode of Engaging Leader. Featuring an excerpt of a live interview I gave on TechSmith's Visual Lounge with Matt Pierce. I've been a fan of TechSmith for many years, using their products and software for, I think, over 20 years now. Uh, In particular, they create Snagit and Camtasia. Uh, These are screen capture software and solutions for creating and sharing images and videos for better training, tutorials, lessons, and everyday communication. They're a very cool company, and they've become uh, even more important than ever since the pandemic, which has taken the already existing trend of more people working remotely and, of course, driven that forward in a big way. And so TechSmith has been kind of at a perfect spot in that major trend. But even before that, I really thought they were a very cool company, and I really like what they're doing with the Visual Lounge. It's a It's a fun show that Matt Pierce has been leading and producing, with a variety of guests um, providing tips about the power of visuals and videos and how to make them even better. It's a podcast. It's a video show as well. You can find it at techsmith.com as well as in the show notes for this episode on engagingleader.com. Now, in this first part of the interview, Matt Pierce and I will be talking about tips for engaging a remote workforce about the challenges of doing so and why it's more important than ever to plan your communication strategy well, to make sure that your communication is clear, that it actually motivates your audience to act, and that it helps you reach your desired outcome. So without further ado, here is Matt Pierce and I talking about engaging a remote workforce. I'm guessing there's a lot of folks in our audience or who will eventually listen to this or hear this that they're they're still struggling with the need to figure out how to communicate better now that they're maybe not in the office and and still who knows when we'll go back in the office right like that's maybe never um, but I, I, I'd like to have our conversation I want to talk about how how can we help people to start getting better at this process of communicating now that we're not, you know, able to sit with each other all the time or we're not, you know, kind of physically present. Yeah, I think it starts with an intentionality. And um, that really starts with the idea of strategy. And communication strategy simply means ordered planning. Strategy is the process of clear thinking in a particular order to make plans to accomplish a specific outcome. I think that's the best place to start. And I love how Fred Garcia, who's a communication professor at NYU, he kind of simplifies this strategic process. And he says, you need to have clarity about the situation as it presents itself, the goal that you're trying to accomplish, and the means by which you're going to accomplish that goal. Uh, that makes a, that makes a lot of sense. And I, I'm thinking from this intentionality standpoint, I mean, that makes so much sense, right? Like that's kind of basic. It seems so basic, but I wonder, how, 
if you're uncertain, let's say you're in a business and you're kind of uncertain, like, oh gosh, am I being intentional? How, how, do, you, how do you start moving in that direction so that you can make sure your communications are more intentional? Because I'm thinking we probably do it a lot more than we think, but it's, it's more intuitive or less of a, I'm not thinking about it. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I mean, one of the challenges as a leader is, or any kind of communicator is we've been communicating our whole life. And so we think we're really good at it. Maybe we actually think we're better than it than we are. So we're sort of like the old West gunslinger who, and we, we, you know, we just want to shoot from the hip and uh, you actually need to take time to aim, uh, know what your target is and uh, be a little bit, a little bit, uh, plan a little bit ahead. And um, otherwise, you know, it's, we have this natural tendency to sort of skip the planning process and jump right into the tactics. Well, let's, we got, we had this problem came up. Um, let's hurry up, make a video and solve it. Um, let's fire off an email, tell people this problem is happening. Let's tell them don't do that. And the, just like, you know, shooting a gun from the hip, um, skipping the strategy means missing, often missing opportunities to actually engage people well. And it also can create unintended negative consequences. For example, it's amazing how many times somebody fires off an email and it ha- they don't realize it, but has mixed messages in it. And so where you'd like to be, have people get clarity on a topic, you've actually created confusion. Or maybe you, you're hoping uh, to earn their trust on something, but you actually create uh, mistrust. Uh, maybe you're, ho- you're hoping to you know, get nudge people towards some helpful behaviors and you actually uh, can create inertia, apathy, or maybe even active resistance. Yeah, wow. I, I, I'm checking the boxes as you go through. It's like, oh, I've done that. Oh, oh, I've done that. <laughs> you know, so it's a laundry list of things we shouldn't do. I'm, I'm curious, Jesse, from your perspective, let's say, and I'm not asking for free consulting here, uh, but I, I think it would help <laughs> if we, we talk through this a little bit. Let's, so let's say I'm that leader or that individual and I'm going to start thinking more intentionally and I'm trying to avoid the things that you just said. Um, you, you mentioned we need to have a strategy here. So what might I do at this point if I'm, if I'm thinking, okay, I need to communicate better. I need a strategy. That's what I'm hearing. How do I go about creating that strategy? Like, is there a process I could go through? Is there, are there steps I can take that would help me to do that? Um, and I can, I could probably think of a thousand different examples where I might want to do this, but uh, we can, we can talk higher level of, uh, if that helps. Yeah. The, the cheat sheet that I usually use, and it works for both big scope issues as well as, you know, just simple stuff is a, a, a framework that we call the 5M framework. And the, where that comes from is, um, you know, the 3M, the company that makes post-it notes and scotch tape. Um, well, we decided we needed, we, we needed to go two better than 3M. So we made five of them. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. And, uh, you know, they're sticky. We want to be even stickier with, uh, with our communications. So the first M and, uh, that you want to think about is what is the mission that we're trying to accomplish with this. Um, and by that, I mean, what are the specific business outcomes that this communication needs to achieve? Now, last time on the Visual Lounge, you hosted a great session with Ajay Pangarker about why you need to understand the business outcomes of your organization. And, you know, communicating with your workforce or your um, or training an audience is first and foremost a way to achieve your organization's overall purpose and specific business goals. So the first down mission, what are we, what's our target? What, what specific business outcomes does this 
communication or training need to achieve. The second, that's the first M. The second M is members. Who are our specific audiences or stakeholders? What do we know about them as individuals, uh, as an organization? What's their culture? What's their history? Uh, what are the current dynamics as relates to this issue? So that's members. And then the third M is messages. What are the key things we want uh, people to know, to believe, or to do? You know, if, if there's an outcome that we're trying to accomplish, that means we're trying to get people to change a behavior, to do something, or to say something, or to believe something differently. So can we capture that in some key messages? And especially can we do that, um, what we would call the, the narrative, like the narrative for change? What's, what's that story look like? Um, so that's the, that's the third M. The fourth M is media. This is the one that most people just immediately jump to. <laughs> so what are right. the communication channels? We need a video. We need a, a poster. Um, we need an email. So what, what are the, the communication channels, the content? Also, who are the spokespeople that are going to best connect with your audience? How, you know, and, and is that, are they, are those real life people in your company? Is it a character that you're going to create? Is it a, an example customer? Um, who's, who are going to be the voices? And, and when you think about this media, how are you going to compete with things like social media and the rumor mill? Both, both have a lot of, just carry instant credibility and are very distracting to people. So just got to think about what media you choose. Ideally, you're going to do multiple ways, just like, you know, this, this broadcast that you're doing, we're putting it on multiple platforms, LinkedIn and YouTube and Facebook. And because everybody is not everywhere. And so we, and so we want to hit people at least three different places that increases credibility. If we, if they hear it in three different places. Um, and then the last M is manager or champion support. So the managers in your organization, they're key influencers. And how, how do we help them make this a success? Can we help them help us? And a lot of people, a lot of times we just forget about that altogether. Um, but if we can think about those five M's, the mission, the members, the messages, the media, and the managers or other champions, um, whether it's a complex situation or simple, you know, it may, you, you may spend weeks on the planning process, but at least spend a few minutes in each of those areas, even for a simple communication. And, and you're a lot more likely to actually achieve your objective as opposed to being disappointed. Yeah, no, I, you know, uh, first of all, credit to you. I think you're the first guest to reference another guest on the visual lounge. So that's fantastic. <laughs> we appreciate that. Uh, and Ajay did have a lot of great business stuff that, that they added. But I, I love this because I think, first of all, you've, you've obviously spent your time creating a message that is memorable. And it was w worthwhile that I wrote it down on a sticky note. Um, <laughs> it, but, but I love this thinking, right? Because it, it so my background is, and I think we've talked about this a little bit, is more in the training world, creating training. But these things apply, and, and, I, and I look over my career, and the trainings that I've created, the social media that I've created, the video, like I can see how these apply in all those places. And you said something I thought was really interesting, that most people jump to the media. And I'll be really honest, as a company that creates a media tool, or media tools, really, with Snagit and Camtasia, guilty as charged, right? It's so easy to say, we're going to make a video. Um, and while I think there's value in understanding that you can make a video, um, it, it's really interesting, these other pieces, because I, I, and I, you know, I think it's so, for instance, the fact that you, you know, t thinking about the stakeholders and, you know, whether those are the external audience or internal audience or whoever it might be, 
really resonated with me. Um, and then, you know, you're thinking about what that message is. It's it all. So I, I think my point here being it's, it's just, this is it, so simple. Like it, this is not complex, but the way that you've, you brought it to light, I feel like if you're listening to this right now and you don't have the five M's, it is members, messages, media, uh, sorry, mission members, messages, media managers, memorize that and start applying it to the things that you're doing. And, and so you mentioned that obviously this makes sense for big scale things, right? You've got a major announcement, a major thing you're going to do. Can we talk through maybe if it's a smaller thing, like how do you balance the time? Cause I could feel like this, the, the, the downside might be that I spend time on the five M's that I never really get to sending the message. <laughs> Does that, is that a, yeah. is that something to challenge you come across or? It is, with? Yeah. Yeah, and that's why I, I like to say, you know, if it's a really big scope, sure, the com- you know, companies will spend weeks creating the perfect strategy or as close to perfect as they can get. But if you can even spend one or two minutes in each of those areas. So, for example, I, you, know, you admitted you're kind of quick to jump to the, you know, let's make a video or, or whatever the, the media is. I'm, I tend to be quick to jump to the message. What are we going to say? And um, just so when that's fine, I mean, you want to think through that stuff in the right time, but just take one step back and, and, you know, again, it's that, that order is helpful. So just spend even a minute, like, okay, what are we trying to accomplish here? Um, So even if it's just a minute and, and especially if we can write it down, write down, reduce something to writing um, adds a lot of clarity and simplification and avoids confusion. And then, you know, you can share it with someone else on your team and say, Hey, are we, is, do we have the same goal here? Are we after the same? Because it's really surprising when uh, how often people are not on the same page in preparing any kind of uh, campaign or communication. And then that second part about just thinking about the audience and what's the culture, what what are the issues that are affecting them? It, those two things alone, if you just, again, just take a minute, get into the head of who we're actually communicating to. There's different tools. Um, one of my favorite is uh, an empathy map that is, is quick and you can do it just by yourself or with a team to spend 15 minutes. Um, it's basically, uh, and, and you can Google, people can Google it. Um, there's lots of examples of, a, of a, an empathy map out there, but basically you, you draw a picture of a person on a, on a whiteboard and you just say, who is this? Who is this? Uh, the primary um, audience here? What do they look like? What do we know about them? And just add some post-it notes on that. Um, here's things we know about that. Now, if it's a little bit more complicated, we do what's called a stakeholder analysis. And instead of just one audience, we want to make sure are we thinking about all the audiences. Okay, so we know that we have you know this group of hourly employees at this location uh, that is going to be affected by this change. What? Who else is affected? Well, you know, there's also their supervisors. There's um, the salaried employees at that location. Is that the only location or are there others? Are there, are there, what language do they speak there? Are they only, are they English only or are there other languages? Are their spouses going to be affected? And so, and so we would, again, like on a whiteboard, just draw a circle and put one, one audience in a circle. And then we would draw a line and, and, and put another audience in a circle and just think about them a little bit and who else is affected that we're not thinking of. Cause you know, when you point out, let's say the salaried employees, it, it's going to jog your thinking. Oh yeah, but there's not just salaried employees. You know, the IT people have their own complete agenda about this. And so we got to think, we got to handle them a little bit carefully. And 
oh, what about this type of employees? You know, we're, let's say we're at a, a health system. Our physicians are very different types of employees than, let's say, the custodians. Um, and so they think about things differently and they might need a separate strategy. So again, it can be really quick. You could spend a minute if it's something simple. You could spend 15 minutes if it's a, it's a bit bigger or, or, or longer. But just taking a little bit of time in each of those five areas really sets you up a lot better for success. Yeah, I love it. I love that you're, you are you are still pulling in visuals with your like your empathy map and trying to kind of get, I would imagine that kind of sets the thinking, right? You're trying to envision who it is rather than just being like, I'm thinking about a person. It kind of forces you to say like, no, these are real people that are going to be affected by whatever it is I'm communicating. It might be a, a good message, a bad message, a neutral message, but they're going to be impacted by receiving that message. So I, I, I really, I really do love that. All right, Engagers, I'm going to pause there with part one of that interview. We'll pick up part two and the completion of the interview in episode 221. And in that part, Matt and I get into talking about now that we've created a communication strategy, how do we bring that to life? How do we execute on it? And specifically, we look at the SVS model, Simple Visual Stories. It's a great model for remote communication and increasing the effectiveness of how we communicate to a remote workforce. Make sure you check out our show notes for links to TechSmith's website as well as the TechSmith Visual Lounge. And you'll find the show notes at engagingleader.com forward slash 220 as in episode 220. This is a production of Workforce Communication. We are a team of consultants and creatives using the power of communication to help organizations enhance the well-being and performance of their people. My colleagues and I partner with mid-sides and large employers to attract top talent, fully engage employees, and achieve superior business results. In several areas, including employer branding, talent management, wellness, benefits and compensation, business transformation, and more. Find us at WorkforceCommunication.com. Our thanks to Betsy Leahy, our production assistant, Jamie Barnes, Tom Hitchcock, and Jenny Kalenda from our social media team, JJ Leahy from our video and graphic design team, and Rick Tarrant, our announcer. Until next time, remember, in the 21st century, the real movers and shakers aren't just leaders, they're engagers. <laughs>